Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Jordan, happy Dia de los Salvadoreños. Thank you. Going on on the street outside of our house. There's two main... Did you get your gift? I had. I just got it through Amazon and had them send no, it with it a little did note. Not, it didn't come. Oh, uh, spoiler alert, it's a phone charger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thought you could use it's it. It's great because every other year you've bought me pupusas. <laughs> yeah, so, but I thought I would mix it up. I actually had pupusas something... for lunch. I guess it was in honor of Dia de los Salvadoreños. There, and did you charge your phone? I did. So there you go. There we go. The so perfect... I, am, I am right on time having the perfect day yeah. to celebrate El Salvador. What was in the pupusa? Uh, it was a pupusa revuelta. That's like mm. a combination of cheese and meat. Great. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. God, I love pupusas. You know what I'm there thinking, There is a good uh, quick word about pupusas. Yeah. Uh, I've started to watch the Amazon original Transparent. That's a very good show. Enjoying it a lot. Uh, the first episode uh, has two characters using pupusa as like an erotic uh, undertone mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, what am I, what am I, what am I, a simile, an erotic simile? Pupusa yeah. sounds like pussy, basically, right. is what they're getting at. Right. Now I. And it's uh, not not pussy like if you cut it in half. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. It sounds like it, kind of looks like it. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, so I'm having a hard time separating the food from. Uh, that it was a very potent scene for me, ah. and it's not a bad thing. It's just my reality. So just thinking about it arouses you, is what you're saying. Uh, I mean, it's a complex melange. You know, in in Cuba, mm-hmm. uh, they eat a lot of tropical fruit. This mm-hmm. is something I understand from my wife, who spent sure. some time living in Cuba. Uh, they eat a lot of tropical fruit in Cuba, mm-hmm. uh, among which is the papaya. But in Cuba, papaya just means pussy. Oh. What do they call a papaya then? Fruta bomba. Mm. So you cannot say papaya. If you accidentally say papaya, people will something like, will happen. Like shit will go down. Okay. People will flip out because yeah. it's like it's as though you went to the greengrocer and said, "Can I have some pussy, please?" <laughs> um, okay. So two main there's two main things going on in the park outside of our house. Mm-hmm. And I I took the subway here today. Mm-hmm. And walked through uh, the celebration of El Salvador, which Mm -hmm. is an annual event here. Lots of Salvadorans in the neighborhood. Uh, A lot of fun. A lot of cell phone plans and phone cards for sale. Um, A small amount of handicrafts. And uh, some really intense Salvadorian clowning going on. Yeah. Uh, Just a woman in an enormous fat suit wearing like a pippy longstocking-esque outfit. um, And talking like this. Uh, in Spanish, uh, super fast, way too fast for me to even catch anything, uh, and getting big laughs. Oh, boy. Yeah, I think – what's the woman from uh, Susie Essman? I think she's probably the Salvadorian <laughs> Susie <laughs> sure, Essman. yeah. You know? On she's Spa- probably up yeah, there. Yeah, Salvador and Curb Your Enthusiasm. The other, uh, do you, I mean, yeah. gosh, I, I feel bad because our guest is sitting right here, but yeah. you think it's too late to get Salvador and Clown Woman? Oh, yeah, I mean – Sorry, and again, I know I'm I'm yeah, I'm being rude. This is maybe the rudest I've ever been. Our guest Janine Brito <laughs> is literally sitting in the studio. We we scheduled this like a month ago. Yeah, yeah. This that is, Janine would come so, in you know, on this hate particular to, weekend. But when else are we gonna be so close to Well, she is on stage right now. The mm-hmm. Salvadorian oh. clown woman is on stage. We could get the two cell phone clowns. Because <laughs> there were two cell phone Does clowns. Does every booth have an accompanying <laughs> clown? Moment. 
uh, I don't mind opening for the Salvadorian clown lady. Oh, if, if you guys want me to fill in until she's off stage and wants to come in, I I'll put it on my resume. I'd be honored. Sure, great. You and know? you could do you could start you could start expanding into not just Salvadorian shows, but I bet that could get you some Guatemalan bookings yep. as well. You know, I middled for her at Rooster Tea Feathers. <laughs> really? Oh, Rooster Sunnyvale. Sunnyvale. Uh, Cock it, it'll do. <laughs> <laughs> I've never middled for anyone in my life. I'm... What's better, Rooster Tea Feathers in Sunnyvale or mm-hmm. Go Bananas in Cincinnati? <laughs> go bananas. Club wise, I yeah. would say Go Bananas. No, is... no, that's not what I'm asking. Oh, you mean like the the aura and ambiance? Let's go. Okay, let's go. So you're the only proper stand-up comedian here. Yeah. Let's well, say. Which, which Janine Brito, by the way, our our guest here in the program, stand up comedian, uh, writer for television, performer on television. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might have seen her on our friend Kamal Bell's show last year. Uh, lots of other things. Anyway, sorry, Janine. So, which do you prefer? <laughs> uh huh. Rooster Tea Feathers or Go Bananas? Let's do name, and then let's do general club ambiance, etc. Okay, audience. So theme. And name Rooster Tees. I okay. do enjoy that cockadoodle-doo voicemail. Mm-hmm. I have called it hoping no one picks up. <laughs> I've called it too. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan was in a comedy contest there when we were in college, and I called it, and I, I couldn't believe that they really said cockadoodle-doo. They you reached be- Rooster Tees. They, re- they, they say that before the show starts too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're really like, they're like, we're known for cockadoodle-doo. If we don't say it, people are going to be disappointed. Cockadoodle-doo. It You're would... about to see 12 inept comics today. <laughs> it would be like going to see Asia and them not playing Final yeah. Countdown. Asia? Welcome to Europe. Europe. <laughs> Who does the Final Countdown? I'm going to say Europe. I think it's Europe, right? It yeah, is Europe. Europe. Okay. We have confirmation what did from I say? Julian Asia? that it's Europe. Anyway. Uh, Asia Carrera, is that correct? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a star of pornography. Oh, okay. But I think she does have the final countdown playing whenever she is performing. But you would prefer – so you These would – very pre- expensive to make pornos. <laughs> you have to license the final countdown. <laughs> you prefer uh, – she used to do Eye of the Tiger, but it got out of the budget range. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're sorry. You're not the draw you used to be, ma'am. You have to pick a uh, cheaper inspirational song. <laughs> so, Janine, you're saying – A cheaper pump-up song. You're going to go Rooster Tea Feathers for name, but go Bananas for club for the play. For the actual show experience, yeah. Although I do also – I feel like Rooster Tea also plays like the same old – pink medley where it's like get this party started when like <laughs> lights are going off and they still do that yeah before every show they're like and that i enjoy they're yeah. like we bought this one cd <laughs> <laughs> we have a pink single this is it. we have a pink cd single yeah. We're going to play the original and then the remix B-side, sure, and yeah. that's it. <laughs> it would be awesome if this the owner of, of Rooster Tea Feathers went to the guy that runs the sound system and was like, come on, man. We can't just play that same goddamn pink CD every night. Just the next night, it's like a Smith song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we have, yeah. Um, you know what song I would like to hear? And I don't know what the what the tone of someone playing it would be probably I mean there'd probably be a significant amount of irony involved with it but I would go a little bit bonkers if someone just like on a jukebox or Tears in Heaven before a comedy <laughs> show is that where you're going? Yes exactly <laughs> all right, all uh, right. Cats in the Cradle and uh-huh. the Silver Spoon we can all just think about our dads and cry uh, would be Vitamin C's graduation oh, song oh yeah how fucking what a weird little thing that was briefly and how, how just kind of weird and dope would that be to also, hear that out 
there was a, a period where there was that song, and then there was that other graduation song that was just like a guy reading a speech over yeah. a beat that was like, wear sunscreen. There was like three years. And right. then like Green Day or somebody came out with a- Oh, with yeah. Like a Time grad- of Your Life, yeah. I think, is the is the graduation song that doesn't explicitly mention graduation. But it's got that feel. And I could see it maybe being like actually about heroin or something like yeah. that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I feel like, yeah, Green Day really hit something by doing that song, but not making it ultra specific. I think that's what took Vitamin C down. Right. Ultimately. Or lifted her up. Or, I, I, sure, yeah. I have a question for you two. They, they, she rose to high heights <laughs> and fell like Icarus. I, uh, I had the opportunity to attend a Los Angeles Dodgers baseball <laughs> game earlier <laughs> this week. Uh, they were playing the Oakland Athletics Baseball <laughs> Club. Unfortunately, the Dodgers won, but, uh... It put me in mind of a question that someone asked on the Maximum Fun Facebook group mm-hmm. recently, uh, which is, when you are a baseball player, uh, you get to pick the music that plays in most stadiums. You get to pick the music that plays as you stride plate plateward. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you're headed up to bat, they play some music, and it's the same every time, and you mm-hmm. get to pick it. Um, there was a guy on the A's for a while who was using Careless Whisper, <laughs> uh, the sax solo from Careless Whisper. And uh, that sort of suggests the question, what would be the worst? Mm. Um, I would love to cite the people who brought this up on the Max Fun Facebook group because uh, it was a couple. I think the woman, the uh, lady of a, a, a lady dude couple posted it. She said her pick was Baby Elephant Walk. Mm-hmm. And her boyfriend said the theme from Night Court, (laughs) which I when I heard the theme from Night Court, uh, which, by the way, goes. There's actually lyrics to that song. People don't know. It's a it's court at night. (laughs) It's court at night like court in the day. Anyway. Something, something, Mel Torme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Here I mean, comes John Le Raquette. What, uh, what, what do you think would be the worst? Uh, I was going to go and say uh, Brick by Ben Folds 5. Oof, sure. I feel like that. Everyone, I, I'm Famous going, with going like, to get an abortion yeah, yeah. anthem. Be like, well, I'm going to knock this one out of the park. Yeah, sure. First, it's the same as with Green Day. Like, you know, if you are writing to an occasion, mm-hmm. the publishing is just going to come in year after year sure. after year after year. Because just like everyone has, you know, graduations, everyone needs a song to play while they go to get an mm-hmm. abortion. Sure, That's yeah. Terminated pregnancy. Uh, and, and going not saddest, but if we're going pure, uh, just a song that when people hear, they're like, oh, I'm not going to forget that now. It would be that, uh, and nah, I hate to sing it, it would be that, uh, do, 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 oh, do, yeah. do, 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 like just that that just seems, But the problem with, with that one is that is something they would actually play at a ballpark. Mm. Like it may be too on the nose. Right. Like I can see just the guy who picks the music. Just picking that because he can't find the Banda song sure. that, a, <laughs> that a Latin American guy who's a relatively recent immigrant wants to play, right? Yeah. So he just goes, I don't know. How about this that do 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 song? Yeah. I'm going to go, hello, Mudda, hello, Fada. <laughs> like, I mean, any novelty song from the 50s, but like My specifically. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was thinking itsy bitsy teeny weeny. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. 
Or like a song about like like Lucky Lindy or something. <laughs> like when people wrote songs about aviators. Just imagine like like David Ortiz or like Mark McGuire. Mm-hmm. Walking towards the plate, these huge six foot five inch, two hundred seventy five pen- pound men, and just in the background, it was her itsy bitsy <laughs> yellow polka dot bikini. He's I like doing those that. kind of stretches, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, with the baseball over the his bat, back, yeah, that behind his back, yeah, oh, stretching it out. Yeah. Okay, here's the other thing that's going on in the park right now. Okay, so at some point this summer. We are, our office overlooks MacArthur Park Lake here in Los Angeles. Beautiful park, beautiful lake, uh, man-made lake. And at some point this summer, there's going to be a uh, gosh, what's what's that uh, couple uh, that does the giant public art projects? Uh, you know, the gates in Central Park. And sure, yeah, Jean Christophe. Christophe, yeah. He has uh, those murderous umbrellas, right? Yeah, they're going to do like a. <laughs> Didn't those umbrellas kill some people? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> um, can I say, speaking of just tra- awful tragedies, mm-hmm. awful accidental tragedies, sure. a tree fell and like sent some children to the hospital uh, at Pasadena's Kids Space Museum, which is a place where I often am. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have no idea why this enormous, like, two hundred foot tall tree fell over and. But it sent uh, like 11 kids to the hospital because mm-hmm. it was summer camp going oh, on. No. Uh, then like two days later, uh, we got an email soliciting us to attend a uh, concert benefiting Kid Space uh, with a band playing called The Hollow Trees. Oof. And then just another one. That's when you get Europe. Yeah. That's yeah. when you get Europe. Yep. So anyway, there's a sort of second rate public art project that Asia. is planned. For this summer in MacArthur Park Lake, it will be filled with metallic globes, mm-hmm. uh, which have been decorated by local school children, uh, filled completely. They look sort of like a beach ball sized version of one of those mm-hmm. chrome Christmas tree ornament yeah. globes. Um, that seems like it's going to just be leaking a bunch of lead paint into the water. You know what I mean? That seems like a mistake. I think I'm concerned that this... about the turtles. I'm not going to tell you that I'm not worried about the turtles in the lake. There's some duck life out there, too, that yeah. is probably going to be affected. I saw some fucking ducklings this week. That was tremendous. That's great. That was great just swimming around right in front of my nose. Little cuties. Like it wasn't I... anything. Like it wasn't no <laughs> thing. Okay. I think, so wait, that, but... I think in that, I think you're right to be concerned. I will say I think... Given what I know about the lake, it's not exactly Pristine. not tainted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's currently X amount tainted. Uh-huh. It will become Y amount tainted. But it's – yeah, it's. I think we're putting a hat on a hat here. True. <laughs> <laughs> this is a caps for sale situation. Yeah, yeah. Total caps for sale. Uh, pea-stained hat on a pea-stained hat. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Sure. Heroin. Insert yeah. heroin where P was. Yeah. yeah. Or like gun with the serial number filed <laughs> off. That would be two things you could sure. replace. So uh, – yeah, but it is a wonderful park and I think it's a neat project. I think there – right now there is a giant – pier that goes into the lake. I'm going to say it's maybe 40 feet long and 8 or 10 feet wide. Uh, that would be my best guess. Mm-hmm. A big pier uh, that that is like floating on like plastic oil drums, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. going to say, like lashed together it looks like like a like a castaways makeshift raft. Yeah, like a refugee boat. Sure. Um 
And it is, but it's a pier. And it was attached to the area where once there was an actual pier in the lake. Uh, there was a place where there's a hole in the ground where a boathouse used to be. Um, and it was sort of over there for a couple of days. And I saw people, like, installing it. And then there was a rainstorm. And for the last week, it has just been floating around the <laughs> lake. <laughs> it is absolutely – like, at some point, it got – Caught on the other side of the lake and tied with a rope to a pole. I think this is what we call a ghost ship, Jesse. <laughs> I think this is a ghost ship. No laws apply on this platform. That's my contention. I would think we could swim out there and gamble and have dog fights. Yeah, absolutely. I think that we should. Like we- no laws apply? Yeah, U.S. laws oh. do not apply. I mean, and it's a ghost ship situation, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anybody who's taken Law 101 knows. That, that a ghost ship is just. Anything goes. The Reno of the world. I don't know what that phrase means. <laughs> yes, it is the Reno of the <laughs> yes. world. I saw Martial Law. I saw a submarine movie about a ghost ship starring Jude Law. Mm-hmm. And uh, my recommendation is we take a look at that platform in case there's gold bars. Oh, yeah. It or Jude Law. Be that there's good. Who is solid gold? I don't think. Yeah, I mean he's got that <laughs> solid gold smile. Uh, can I go back to the to the topic of naming and yeah. picking two things and asking which one's better? Yeah. Uh, along the lines of what we did for mm-hmm. Go Bananas or Rooster Tea Feathers. I want to get your guys' opinion. Which is a better – which is the better subtitle for a Mission Impossible movie? Uh, a couple years ago, we had Ghost Protocol. Can I suggest one just right off the top sure. of my head? Uh, Mission Impossible colon Ving Rhames is alive? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Ghost Protocol or Rogue Nation. I think these are both two very good subtitles. I like them both a lot, but I think we should probably pick which one is the best. I've already made up my mind. Does anything come to your guys' mind immediately? Well, uh, one of the problems with Ghost Protocol Mm -hmm. is I know what a Rogue Nation is, but I don't know what a Ghost Protocol Uh is. Mm -hmm. And so there's a part of me that's thinking that this is about – Making a plan ahead of time, like with your block captain, mm-hmm. in case of ghosts, sure. <laughs> <You> <laughs> like getting I mean? together. Or is it the ghost plan, where it's like a list of things, like flick lights on and off. Oh, this is, <laughs> oh, these yeah. are ghosts having yeah, the meeting. Like ghosts are like, listen, we've got a bunch of to dos. So sure. this is when you <laughs> when you start haunting, you just get a you just get a ghost protocol. Yep. You listen, a you to don't, B to C to D because they you don't make to, the the blood drip from the walls on the first night. Right. right. You build. You got to follow. It. Yes. Ghost protocol. Ghost protocol. Yes. It's like going to work at Best Buy or McDonald's. <laughs> like they have to standardize the experience despite a lot of turnover in the mm-hmm. profession. It's like they have a bas- bathroom sign-in sheet, but it's haunting the bathroom instead of cleaning it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you make the rounds. Yeah. yeah. Have you rattled chains in this bathroom today? <laughs> and then you put Dave, 1245. Employees must turn lights on and off. <laughs> right. Constantly. Yes. Work. Yeah, yeah. Employees must wash ectoplasm. Yeah. That's what ghosts are made of. That's so I'm going to go with rogue na- mm. But here's the thing. Sure. So on the one hand, the fact that I understand Rogue Nation makes it clearer and mm-hmm. in some ways punchier. But a ghost protocol is more intriguing because it's clearly something. Sure. Yeah. It's not, I mean, <laughs> they wouldn't just name a movie subtitle. Well, it's not a James Bond movie. Yeah. It's a five degrees to the left of or sure. to the right of that. It's <laughs> a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. Um, I am going to say – I'm going to say I prefer – 
I'm going to say that Rogue Nation is better for driving, but mm-hmm. Ghost Protocol is better for fucking. Too. Okay, great, great. <laughs> yeah, uh, your thoughts. I feel like I want to see Ghost Protocol, but specifically the movie as we described it. Okay. Oh, you, oh, you <laughs> want to see ghost planning. a bunch planning. of ghost planning and going throughout the routine of their day. And is this the same cast? Is this Tom Cruise, um, Bing Rames, Simon Pegg? Yes, and they are being haunted, and we would decide the new cast of who the ghosts are. Oh, so, I like that. Tom Cruise, Ving Rhames, Simon Pegg, kind of in the bathroom, living their spy life. How about it's the, it's the cast those. of Mission Impossible being haunted by the cast of Fast and Furious? Perfect. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna go Ghost Protocol. I like. I like the vagueness, and I think that movie subtitles should be interchangeable and nonsensical. I think you should be able to put one wherever, and uh, it should it should apply to all movies. What do you think Ving Rhames and Simon Pegg get paid to be in Mission Impossible? Um, I bet Ving Rhames more. Uh, would you, is it Radio Shack money? Oh, like doing a Radio Shack commercial? Yeah. I think so. With Terry Garr or whatever. Who was yeah. the other person? I think it's probably an internship for Ving Rhames at this point. Terry I Adger? think he's getting college credit to be in the uh, <laughs> Mission Impossible movies. Do you think he's getting uh, like a master's in education from Temple University like Dr. <laughs> William Cosby? Yeah. Um, okay. Okay, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Um, what about for and Simon Pegg? And Simon Pegg, Pegg they, just, uh, they just make sure to shut down the uh, internet comments when uh, he says that um, – Sci-fi is infantilizing. So they, like, keep that off his radar. Did he say that sci-fi is infantilizing? I think he said sci-fi and fantasy is infantilizing, yes, and then was uh, promptly, promptly flamed. Holy shit. Did he really say that? He did, yeah. It was pretty intense. Wow. He, he, He backtracked in a very elegant way, clarifying what he meant. I think he just said it off the cuff on, like, a podcast or something. And was promptly. I mean, to some extent, he's right. Yeah, no, I Probably mean, yeah. to the extent that he was saying it, he's right. <laughs> sure, uh, I, that's not my issue here. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, his, that's that his is bread an and amazing butter. mistake for Simon Pegg. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and I think he was. It was one of those things where, like, clipped out and just put on. I don't know. Whatever geekology or something like that. Kotaku dot Kotaku. Thank you. Kotaku dot com. That's a that's a better example. Uh, yeah, it's really. I mean, he's probably saying it in a really reasonable, smart way, being a reasonable, smart guy. Den of geek dot com. Den of geek. Um, Latino review dot com. Latino review. <laughs> Latina magazine dot com. Latino review. That's the website that inexplicably is called Latino review, but is dedicated to Marvel casting news. Yeah, it's yeah. Exactly. a real yeah site. Yeah. Every time like. Someone says, like, guess who's playing Green Goblin? It's latinoreview.com. It is what? very, it is mostly wrong, but uh, it is weird that they claim to have, like, their ear to the ground. Anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, I was out there. The uh, Salvadorian clown was talking about who's going to play Green Goblin just then. <laughs> is that why everyone was laughing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Mm, it sounds like a, a lot, lot of fun. A lot of fun out there. Mm-hmm. We I... didn't talk about what, we didn't just determine what Simon Pegg gets paid, though. You think he gets paid. Three hundred thousand dollars? No, I mean I think they just they just fucking keep the nerds off him. Oh, you so he gets you think paid with like a nerd, like, uh, the nerd like to- smoke ca- screen. There, so ironically, mm-hmm. he plays a character with like total information awareness, mm-hmm. uh, but actually it's the Sony Corporation or whatever uh, exercising their Tony total information awareness by shutting down the people who were flaming Simon Pegg. Yes, and keeping him safe. I mm-hmm. see. So I think I think it's a just a roundabout blackmail situation all around 
I think Jeremy Renner just gets a giant jug of gin every day to show up to the set. Uh, cigarettes, too. Cigarettes, also cigarettes. God, I once interviewed Jeremy Renner at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was about to say he couldn't have been nicer, but he could have been nicer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was fine. It was not, like, a bad sure. nightmare. Uh, but he smelled very bad. <laughs> oh, no. He smelled strongly of booze and cigarettes, like a uncle you hate smelling. Mm. Uh, like an uncle you hate smelling. <laughs> like the uncle that can't come to Thanksgiving yeah. anymore. Yeah. Oh, that brought up such a visceral <laughs> memory and experience. <laughs> Do you have a smelly uncle in your past? It's just like, there's like, I sat behind a guy on the LAX Super Show recently that had that specific smell where it's just mm. like, old man <laughs> who just has been sitting in the same lazy boy recliner smoking a pipe smell. Sure. Yeah. I saw a super shuttle on the road earlier this week, and I thought to myself, that is something that will never be part of my life forever. I'm making this commitment to myself. I love the super is this shuttle. The, is really? This, okay. I will t- now, I clarify. It. Does it go to the, is this the, what goes to the airport? Yeah, yeah. it okay. goes from Hollywood. Why and I take is Hollywood to LA. Okay. okay. Yeah, this yeah. is like the van, the like 12 passenger van that picks you up. All right. Oh, but, point oh ca- I meant flyaway shuttle. Sorry, flyaway. not the super shuttle. The oh, flyaway is what I'm Oh, the flyaway shuttle is the one that goes from, is this the one that goes from the. There's three. There's like a Santa Monica Union Station and a Hollywood. That's fine with me. Yeah. See, that's what I'm willing to do. Okay, okay. I'll do anything to prevent to not be on the one, and it's not because it's faster. I just, there's I, it it so hurts me that like they pick you up five hours before your flight. Oh, yeah. And you like, have to go from house to house. And you just house. go from house to house. Oh, it's just yeah, maddening. It is. Um, I love the flyaway shuttle because I went to, I walked to it in Hollywood once, and I got to the place where it was parked it was really early and when i got there the driver of the shuttle was driving a tinier remote controlled toy shuttle on the sidewalk <laughs> what <laughs> yes <laughs> like while he was on break he had this little <laughs> micro machine little truck and was just like doing tricks on the sidewalk and it made me so happy because i was like this man is living his dream yeah. yeah. He just loves driving trucks. Heather and, and Jan. Yes. Do you think he just, like, before he got the job, you know, someone gave him the remote control one and, you know, with a little note that said, someday. Yeah. On it. <laughs> That's his destiny. And it's been, like, his totem. Yeah. It's like, someday I will drive the fly away. Huh. That's great. It was so, uh That's funny they also have, like, flyaway branded. It wasn't flyaway branded, but it was, like, it was a very similarly shaped little van. (laughs) I'm always amazed what they will, what they will brand for kids, what, like, kinds of kids' toys they Mm -hmm. will come out with, like, a a remote control airport shuttle. Uh, I did see that, I think, Lego knockoff Playmobil has a, uh, has a set that is airport security. You're really you're hurting Playmobil fans by describing it as a Lego knockoff. Oh wow! This is going to be your fantasy inside. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I am. I was amazed, like what a kid would want to do. Like, oh, I want to play airport security. Anyway, yeah. there's also there's also the issue of those dinosaurs that are like hyper realistic, mm-hmm. and it costs like. $18 at the fancy toy store. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. But it's still a plastic dinosaur. Yeah. But it's like it's, its proportions are realistic or something and is, you know, purports to be more educational than just a, you know, 
orange bathtub T-Rex or something. The children are crazy, mm-hmm. A, and B, there are a lot of weird things in between children and the things they want. Mm-hmm. And manufacturers play in the weird gaps. Mm. I think that's what's going on. I mean, I feel like it's just – I feel like those toys aren't for kids though. I feel like they're for – Masturbators? Yep. Guys who are like, oh, Dino man. fetishists? Yeah. yeah. I want a Brachiosaurus on that shelf. I like oh. the ridge on the skull. <laughs> Feels nice oh. on my prostate. This Bronchiosaurus not cutting it. I need a Diplodocus. <laughs> Brachiosaurus was bigger. I guess Diplodocus was longer. You're right. Yeah. Diplodocus is the longest one. That's, That's what, what you want. Length. Well, you want a sort of you want a sort of elegance of form. Sure. <laughs> I guess. But I guess it all. You know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I. I'm sorry that I implied that there is a universal, um, you know, scale to judge which dinosaur is best to masturbate with. Yeah, because you. everyone has their own journey. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got their own thing. Yeah. And it's all beautiful. And I'm very brave for saying that. Don't. Yuck my dinosaur yum. <laughs> I, I won't. And right. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's your favorite dinosaur, Jordan? Oh, boy. That's uh, – ain't that the question? Yeah. Ain't that – I mean – I know you have a favorite dinosaur. I did. Yeah. I think for – as a kid – did. Come on. As a I'll, – I'll, I'm talking about my journey here. Okay. Don't step on my journey. It's important and I'm very brave. Sure. I think as a kid, I loved the Triceratops and its variants – Styracosaurus, Monoclonius, Pentaceratops. And I think I was a little bit of like a band snob with dinosaurs and that I liked saying I liked a dinosaur that people didn't know what it was. Which one is the one that's like a Triceratops but it has horns on its ridge? I think it's a Styracosaurus. That one's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think, I think as a kid it was probably Pentaceratops, which is a five-horned Triceratops variant. Mm. Mm-hmm. And as an adult, and this is like when you say a variant. This is like a hologram card. That yeah, you it's get made in the back of, of oh, it's it's cards. made of foil. Got it. Yeah, and it's very rare. It has a little bit of game used uniform from Derek Jeter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I mean, as an adult, I've grown up mm-hmm. and I've changed a lot. Sure, and I've been out there. Yeah. Uh, and I think that fucked a lot of different <laughs> fucked a lot of different dinosaurs. Had my heart broken. Sure, mm-hmm. learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think right now, I'm kind of an Allosaurus man, which is a smaller, faster T Rex with bigger arms. Yeah, that's not a bad pick. So lived in the Jurassic so period, not the Cretaceous. You've, you've become more predatory. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I think people say that they were scavengers, and I have. Been eating more garbage. Well, it seems like you want. <laughs> I was going to say, it seems like you you want a dinosaur that can sort of provide for you. It seems like you yeah. want to oh, sort wow. of sit back and and be pampered a little bit. Like let let that dinosaur go out and get you something. Sure. No, that's home. interesting. And maybe yeah, maybe I am projecting mm-hmm. right Do you now. To some extent, want a dinosaur that can hold you. Yeah, I mean the T Rex bigger arms. Yeah, you can't. Can't yeah. hug with those little mm-hmm. those little nubbies. Yeah, and certainly uh, you need the warm embrace of the Allosaurus. Pentaceratops can't can't give you a hug. It's got to keep all four feet on the ground. Mm-hmm. Sure, unless yeah. it's going up into a tree to get uh, some tasty sure. shoots. Yeah, <laughs> it loves those shoots. <laughs> um, I have to say, you know, I was always a Triceratops man myself, 
historically. Good choice. Um, one relatively recently mainstreamed dinosaur, mm-hmm. one that appears in all of my son's dinosaur books that certainly wasn't a mainstream dinosaur when I was a kid that I like a lot. Is Taste change. Quetzalcoatlus. Oh, sure. Well, I guess dinosaur guys would probably say that that's a pterosaur. Is it? Yeah. Because the flying ones. Because yeah. it can fly. Yeah, not a dinosaur, but dinosaur adjacent. And I don't want to be one of those guys. A... I don't want to be one of those guys. <laughs> it remains a terrible lizard. Sure, yeah. I mean, at the at the end of the if day. If we get to Latin roots. Is it or is it not a terrible lizard? Sure. Good wingspan on that guy, huh? Yeah. Uh, and a favorite dinosaur? Do you does anything <laughs> ring a bell? Talk uh, us through this. I would say um, I went to public school in Miami, mm-hmm. uh, so my <laughs> so knowledge so was your very favorite limited. dinosaur is Pitbull. Yep, that's <laughs> my favorite dinosaur. Um, he was from the reggaeton period. Uh, <laughs> sure, yeah. I remember as a kid loving the Stegosaurus, and then when I found out it was one of the dumbest dinosaurs, oh, I was yeah, like, yeah, brain the size of a golf ball. Damn it. Um, but then that weirdly made me love it more. Uh, all of my dinosaur knowledge is based on Land Before Time. Uh, <laughs> sure. Oh, the Stegosaurus was very dumb in that. Yes. He was, Spike. He, he couldn't even, he, he didn't even talk, right? No. Oh. He let a lot of, a little, lot of guttural sounds, sure. I think. Um, but I think favorite dinosaur of all time uh, would have to be Denver, the last dinosaur. Oh, sure. Well, he's the, our friend and a whole lot more. Yeah, the skateboarding dinosaur <laughs> from the <laughs> 90s cartoon. I may be the 20,000th person to say this, mm-hmm. but have we ever looked into what the whole lot more was? <laughs> right? Yeah. Friends with benefits. Jessica. Are you fucking that dinosaur? <laughs> Okay, but it's a non. But it's with Denver. It's like not. It's a non-committal thing, right? He's like open. Like, he's poly. He's sure, like, oh, sure. All all you gang can hang out with me. <laughs> Let's and a see lot where this goes. Yeah. He said he, he. You know, he, he, love plus love equals love. Sure, true. You know, what I mean, that's what Denver the last time yeah. was all about. It's he's, not finite. There's not yes. a finite amount of love. It feeds itself. Exactly. <laughs> now, everyone put long... your keys in this bowl. <laughs> as, long as, you wear, as long as you wear your safety pads. <laughs> Helmet and safety pads are very yeah. important. Uh, and play your guitar constantly. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Hi, I'm Julie Sabatier, host of Rendered, a show about making meaning and breaking rules. The thing about being a lawyer is we're really not supposed to encourage people to break the law. Human beings have a superpower, and it's called play. I love this carpet. And your fingers dissect things just as well as anything does. These stories are great to listen to while you're doing laundry, going for a run, cleaning your bathroom, or not sleeping on an airplane. Make boring stuff fun with Rendered. Available now at MaximumFun.org or wherever you like to get your podcasts. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Janine, me. Brito, I am me. <laughs> I really choked on that, guys. Yeah. Do you want to do it again? Um, we can go back. You can give it some thought. Nicknames are fun. We do that kind of a lot. <laughs> yeah, we do. I think. <laughs> yeah. We should probably prepare people for this ahead of time. Sure. We should put that at, yeah, when, when we have people com- contact your management. 
because yeah. we want you to appear <laughs> yeah. on the show. It's a very formal process. Yes. Yeah. You let us know what your day rate is. We say <laughs> no chance in hell. We actually initially were trying to get Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Cruise's manager said, Tom's not available, but I have another client you might be interested in. She's a stand-up comedian. She's on a and then you were like, series on BuzzFeed. <laughs> uh, you, she's friends with your friend Kamau. <laughs> <laughs> her name's Janine Brito. We're like, yeah, okay. All right. You know, Bring her in. And maybe we get Tom Cruise next time. You yeah. Know? That's how you... I'll see if I can put in a good word with Tommy. You are cool with hanging off the side of an airplane, right? Um, that's the only way I travel. <laughs> since I fly Spirit Airlines, it's ah. practically hanging on a wing. Uh, Zing, pow. pow, pow. Um, so you just you were coming to us from a bridal shower. You left yes, the bridal shower early to come do this, shower. which we appreciate. Oh yeah, no, no, no worries at all. Um. It was my first. I've never been to a bridal shower. I can't even say it. bridal shower. Um, it was very, very ladylike. It was a okay. high tea. Mm. Um, I don't know what the games they were going to play were. You left before the. I games left before the games. Got you going. are you're well known across this country for your dainty femininity. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> that's very true. I. I am essentially the – I'm like going into a thing and I can't think of a reference of what I would be like, <laughs> the thing of comedy. Um, <laughs> well, maybe are. we can help you out. Let's, right, let's, let's, right. this, what, let's table mean, this. What's, what's, what's a, dainty lady stuff? I don't even know dainty lady sure, stuff. Sure. You're a living doily. Is that yes. kind of what you are? Yeah, wear? kind okay, of. Okay, sure. I'm the doily of comedy. Yeah. Um, you're wearing a frock coat. I am. That's <laughs> what I live in. You're a scented candle come to life, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Pretty much. I am a Lululemon. There you go. Yeah, sure. That's what I am. Yeah. Um, how how was it before you had to leave? Was it were you having a good time? Were you sorry to leave? I was sorry to leave. It was a good time. Um, it was a little intimidating. I get intimidated in large groups of very very feminine ladies. Sure. When I'm not trying to score. Um, Where's your air horn now, Jordan? <laughs> well, somebody already did air horn noise. I do have an air horn app on my phone that oh. I can break out in, in, you know, in and cases like that. In case of rat emergencies? S- <laughs> rat, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We've reached DEFCON 5. It's getting too rad in here. <laughs> Denver the Last Dinosaur just skateboarded up. <laughs> and he's got pizza rolls. <laughs> Oh, that would have been my dream as an 11-year-old. God, if that happened. If Denver showed up with Totinos. Yeah. Instant puberty. Yeah. <laughs> my <laughs> balls would drop. <laughs> my body what? just changed. Uh, um, no, it was weird. I'm, I'm sad I didn't get to play the games. I was a little confused. I don't even know what games they were going to play, but I think one of them involved a, 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 a bouquet made out of paper. Mm-hmm. Mounted on a paper plate? I don't know. Okay. I don't know what it is. Yeah, because I, when, you, when, I, when you say high tea, my yes. impression of what goes on at a bridal shower gets a little randy. It's a little saucy. This seemed very family friendly. Okay. There were two preteen nieces there. There mm. were aunts. So you're moms. not going to make the preteens put on a penis crown? No. Okay. Um, I think it, it's like cute, isn't it? Like, don't they play like the newlywed game or something? Like, it's like, it's because there's grandmas there. Mm-hmm. So. Like a bachelorette party, you put a dick on your head. Sure. One yeah. Where, one way or to other, you eat penis-shaped pasta, etc. Yeah. This was not that. When we were on our way to the bridal shower, I asked the bride. I was like, so is this like an open bar or what? And she was like, <laughs> no. This is tea. It's a real – I've yeah, I feel like all wedding-adjacent things 
I think are really fun because they have open bars. And mm-hmm. I guess I would be pretty bummed if, if I, you know, did, was doing someone's wedding thing and I couldn't was, get immediately drunk. I was sad I didn't know beforehand because I would have brought a flask, <laughs> which yeah, was sure. maybe inappropriate. What uh, would you, what'd you get to put down your gub, though? Um, I had a very nice Earl Grey. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I had some... Uh, salmon cucumber sandwiches, okay. curry yeah. chicken salad sandwiches. This is a very high scones. Tier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lemon not even tarts. deviled eggs. No, it was all shishi fancy. My main shit right now is mm-hmm. like, if I go to an event and there's no deviled eggs, fuck it, I'm outie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I will make deviled eggs for myself at this point. I've yeah. reached a point in my life where I'm yeah, like, if too. I want it. Let me make you should it happen have two, for myself. You should have two things ready in your jacket pocket at all times. <laughs> a flask. There's and... no open bar. And a little baggie of deviled eggs. <laughs> maybe some paprika in your shoe yeah. in case they're not spiced properly. I like that. I like I that do. as spy equipment. Yeah. Can we get that in the next mission <laughs> impossible? Yeah, that could be Simon maybe. Pegg's thing is spicing everyone's eggs. With some paprika. Yeah. And it gives it color, too, which is nice. Sure, it is. Yeah. yeah. They are. I, deviled eggs are very attractive, and they are... You know, kind of a pop, uh, a popular foodie thing these days. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, cute restaurants will all have their riff on the deviled egg. Yeah, I feel like they do that where they take something very, very much, like very down home. Like, oh, your mom made this. But sure. then it's like, and we but we truffle. Yeah, yeah, it's usually truffle. I'm, I'm just like, put some fucking mustard and mayo in that yolk, mash it up and put it back in. I'll eat that yeah. shit. <laughs> Uh, I like looking at them when people order them, but think they are very gross. Oh no, they're the best! Oh, they're you are so wrong. Eggs are they're awesome. the best. <laughs> they're the think you're best. thinking that they're slimy and weird, weirdly temperatured. No. Well, Jordan, I, I have to say, we actually have a broad divergence in our tastes, mm-hmm. and I can tell you why I know this. Sure. Um, we have an employee here at the office mm-hmm. named Lindsay Pavlis. Lindsay's the donor relations coordinator of MaximumFun.org. Mm-hmm. If you are a Maximum Fund donor and you've ever needed help, Lindsay probably was the person who helped you out. Lindsay is uh, – she's also the star of uh, Brian and Lindsay. We'll mm-hmm. totally eat that alongside our producer, Brian. And uh, Lindsay is a lovely human being, mm-hmm. like one of the most lovely human beings that I know, inside and out, a golden-hearted young woman. She's also from Orlando. And she eats only Orlando foods. Mm. What is even Orlando food? Is it just like, theme like park a tater, food? Like a churro, <laughs> like tater yeah. shit. churros? <laughs> yeah, like, like, like we live in this neighborhood where it is kind of difficult to eat at, like it is very easy to get like, Chicharrones or mm-hmm. pupusas or there's also some great pastrami here mm-hmm. in this neighborhood, a great Korean food in this neighborhood. Uh, Lindsay has somehow found a subway. I don't know where <laughs> the subway is. I don't know how she gets there, but she eats – she is focused in on subway. Sometimes she'll go into this McDonald's. There's a McDonald's on the other side of the park. She'll bring back McDonald's. And this McDonald's is – uh, the sh- the shadiest place I've mm-hmm. ever been. I went in there once uh, to get a soft serve cone because I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get one of those dollar soft serve cones. Yeah, from they're McDonald's. delightful. It's hot outside. I'm, yeah, I just got off the subway. I'm super roasting. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get myself some soft serve. I went in there. There was fully blood on the floor that no one was cleaning. <laughs> nah. up. Recent know. blood. L.A. McDonald's, I think, are just like that because there's one I live in, Little Armenia, and I have only been into that one once. 
It was when I was on my way to RuPaul's Drag Con, so I was wearing a shirt that uh, looked like a bunch of pepperonis on a pizza, and on the front said Pizza Slut <laughs> in the Pizza Hut logo. <laughs> Uh, wait a minute. The minute Janine, I need yeah. to interrogate you about your attire for DragCon. I feel like that's the perfect thing. You, uh, you wear <laughs> you're you're uh, well known for your uh, for your preference for menswear. Yes, you're, you'll wear a boat. You're wearing a necktie right now. Yes, um, you'll wear a tweed blazer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are the you are the woman I know in the world who most favors a tweed blazer. Yes. Um, so how do you kick that up a notch? And how does pizza slut fit the bill? <laughs> well, what I did was the first day I went to DragCon, I wore a little short suit. Uh-huh. And then I found... A suit with shorts? Yes. Okay. Shorts and a blazer, uh, button down, bow tie. That's pretty dope. It was fine, but by the end of the day, I got way too hot. So the mm. second day, I was like, let's just go totally right, let's cash. Let's go full, full pizza slut. Yeah, full on pizza slut, <laughs> j- jorts. Uh-huh. Flip flops. I just went so casual, and before we were on our way to to DragCon, me and my friends were like, "Let's get some breakfast." Mm-hmm. I walked into the, this McDonald's, immediately realized that my pizza slut shirt was a huge mistake <laughs> because everyone it was it was a conversation piece in a restaurant full of people I never wanted to have a conversation. Yeah, with. boy. Um, oh. Yeah, just a real gaze aversion yeah. venue. Yeah, like the one, like one woman, very sweet, came up and talked to me and, and legit thought it was an official Pizza Hut campaign mm. and asked me if I was from Pizza Hut. And then uh, I yeah, st- <laughs> yeah. going into rival chain, yeah. promising expanded slutting. <laughs> Everyone at McDonald's just has a McCunt shirt on. <laughs> oh, I would love to see that. <laughs> Everyone at McDonald's just has a dick in their mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I mean, I guess there's something to, you know, that being in the spirit of drag a little bit is like kind of doing, going, you know, outside your norm a little bit. If if what you're wearing now is your norm. Yes. Maybe this flip-flop wearing pizza slut is your is my drag, drag character. Yeah. We should explain. It's her norm in the sense that she dresses like norm. Sure. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> uh, boy, I would love to hear more about RuPaul's DragCon. Oh, God. I have some coworkers so who went and was very jealous of all their Facebooking. Oh. I had, a real, I had a real FOMO, real fear of missing out. That's what the kids call it when you get jealous yeah. of Instagram. I would do anything RuPaul told me to. Yeah. Yes. I met RuPaul once for whatever, an hour when mm-hmm. he was on Bullseye. I would literally, from this point forward, I will do anything RuPaul tells me to do forever. <laughs> like, he is my ultimate, like, the two greatest, the two people that have been on Bullseye that have, uh, I have most been delighted to join their cult are RuPaul and Terry Crews. <laughs> Terry Crews also <laughs> is like such a clear vision for the world uh-huh. that I am so behind. Like either one of those dudes, if they if they were like, okay, move to my compound, I'd be like, <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, tell me, uh, were you were you uh, doing something for work there, or was this a casual oh, no, for fun? Pure fan. Yeah, I am a huge fan of of Drag Race. <clears throat> um, so many great moments. Uh, I met Julie Newmar. Whoa. She was a guest. Okay. Took a little photo with her, and she Thanks was for everything. yeah. <laughs> you know, when I went, whoa. Your thing is impressive. When I went, whoa, I was picturing downtown Julie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, equally impressive. Equally. Probably yes. more impressive, but I 
just know that I would have gotten that stoked if you would have met downtown Julie, Julie Brown. Brown. Yeah. That is also what I call my butt. Yeah. <laughs> downtown Julie Brown. That was one of my first crushes, downtown Julie Aww, Brown, on, that's on MTV. Yeah. Julie. The whole gang, the whole MTV gang, <laughs> Tabitha Soren, uh, others, Julie, Kennedy. Julie Newmar was my friend Raul's uh, landlord. Hmm. What? Yeah. He just write a check to Julie Newmar once a month. That's so crazy. I, I told him he should check and see if, if she could cash a check just, just written to Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably can. No, but she was great. I walked up, and this was when I was wearing my, my shorts suit. Um, so I was wearing my general gentleman attire. And Julie, just very classic old Hollywood line, looked me up and down and said, um, I love your outfit. Is it your brother's? Like in a little wink of like, mm-hmm. I can tell you're gay, but we don't speak of these things. <laughs> sure. And it was just like, oh, what a what a classy broad <laughs> in the truest sense of the term. Classic like, broad. Are you, I love your outfit. Are you Catwoman? From- <laughs> 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 um, what else did you uh, – what were the other drag con activities? Oh, I mean a lot of it was – uh, waiting around to meet the queens. Sure. Um, my favorite one that I got to meet was uh, Katya. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was a hoot. She was like lifting fans up and humping them in the air. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like a very Kama Sutra-esque poses. Okay. Uh, doing yoga so on the table. So she can lift and hump at the same time. She, well, this was like a very, very, very uh, tiny Asian American woman. Okay. She was like flipping into the air. So, yeah. So... Okay, so how, wait. So can you describe the lift and hump a little it bit? I may be like, having a little trouble. The mechanics of it. It yeah. was like she. It, it was a woman who's maybe four foot four. Okay, very very small, very very thin, and and Katya just kind of lifted her. I think there was like a leg over Katya, like one leg over Katya's shoulder, and one kind of like cupped under her arm, and then she was just kind of like. Holding her butt yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm like doing a, okay. yeah. a pantomime. Yeah, in my it's seat very clear. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. yeah. Um, <laughs> good work, Katya. Good work. Excellent <laughs> work. Um, and another great part, uh, I watched uh, a panel with Kennedy Davenport, who was one of the queens, and I got there early. And Kennedy and- from MTV. <laughs> sure. And <down laughs> yes. Down and Julie Brown. And yeah, yeah. They were both there. But Kennedy Davenport was at the panel early as well and just ate a sandwich on stage and <laughs> shot the shit for 30 minutes with like took a phone call from her mom and just like broke down like all she was like there was this guy from True Blood on the show and he was a fucking idiot and just like Whoa, let loose. told it like it was yeah and that was fantastic mm. hmm. and was there so were there like performances were there like was there a ball was there some sort of yeah, was there an extravaganza, I guess is what I wanted to know. Not really. Okay. Less extravaganza than I thought there would be. Could you maybe just just as a sort of check-in type thing list a few types of realnesses you were serving? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, God. I was served some uh, some Ganesh goddess realness. There was mm. a drag queen dressed That's like really the real. elephant god. Um, a lot of... Uh, what would it, the term for women is underboob? I guess mm. underbutt for guys. Okay. A lot of Daisy Dukes. Sure. Mm-hmm. A lot of good butts. Gay men in LA have great butts. Yeah. Yeah. You sure. Don't have to tell um, us that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. We've there. We've seen the butts. Yeah. Those butts make us feel bad. <laughs> we feel bad about the butts. <laughs> like, like personally, that you don't have that butt, or that you're like, man, I wish I could be sexually into that butt specifically. Like, which side of the coin, or is oh, it a bit of both? It's a, it's a, it's both sides. It's a, it's a melange. Yeah. It's a rich, 
yeah, cornucopia sort of, of feelings. I think when yeah. you're a straight dude and you see a butt that's that on top of itself, sure. right? You know, on its game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, your first feeling is like, I'll never, I'll never will I have a butt like that. And then another feeling is like, hmm, I'm straight, right? Yeah. But I, but you I mean, do a kind of internal check in. There's also a, there's a, there's also a factor of like, well, I guess I'm straight. Even if I was gay, he would never. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the other part. You know that years. guy is too hot uh, for you. Yeah, out of my league. Yeah, uh, that is upsetting. I'm maybe a five. Yeah. maybe a five. Yeah. And that anyway, guy, that guy's got dude's game. Dude's a fucking ten. Yeah, that's got game. Dude's been <laughs> flipping a giant tire every day for uh, yeah, just for with two his years glutes with his glutes. Yeah, you just think... flexing his butt cheeks and then a tire flips so, off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pure flexing. Yeah. Um. Boy, that is some great kinds of realness. Um, you know about it, uh, the the realness that I am most interested in, and it's just from like a fixation since I saw Paris is Burning when I was mm-hmm. twelve or whatever. Uh, executive realness. Uh, that's my top type of realness. Uh, it's uh, it's in a it's in a ball. You know, they have different kinds of, you know, some people are like, oh, who can look like the most beautiful, most elegant lady? Right. But then there's other shit going down. One of them is executive realness, which is these uh, drag queens whose thing specifically is to, like, they, I'm sure they have other things that yeah. they do, but, like, the executive realness is dressing look like up in, like, can... a business suit yeah. with, like, uh, like, a power suit. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, a, you know, what, like an attache case. Mm-hmm. And like striding pur- purposefully, yeah. Like who can? And they do it in a like it's sort of like a, it is both the most sincere, most absurd, most arch thing you could ever see in your life. Like it, it's not purely like who can look because it's not about who can look the most like a you know straight business dude. It's like who can look like a super straight business. Yeah, Ooh. and they – oh, that documentary is so great. They put it so eloquently where it, they had you know executive realness. They had military realness yeah. and it was sort of saying like we do these hyper-masculine things and try to act as though we could pass because we, we want acceptance from, from these communities that are so far away from us and yeah. so out of reach. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So speaking of communities that are so far out of reach – Lindsay Pavlis is from Orlando, right? Mm-hmm. And she heard our show last week where Stereos Kokonos ate an, the entire Slamtastic 4 menu mm-hmm. from Denny's live on the telephone from Long Island, um, which is the worst thing that anyone's ever done on our show. <laughs> um, so just like a lot of like sn- – Sl- slopping <laughs> sounds like he was pretty just... polite about yeah. not okay. chewing into the phone. These were like periodic check-ins. Okay, all right, just describing yeah. the yeah. hell so he it's was like, going through. There's a breakfast slam. There's a burger. There's a shake. Oh, for your benefit, this is to celebrate the upcoming Fantastic Four movie. Okay, this is a tie-in menu. Okay. By the way, someone on someone on uh, the blog asked. You know, there's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of fast food talk on Max Fun shows lately. <laughs> they must really be getting their palms greased. Okay, I'll clarify that point. You know that bonus episode of My Brother, My Brother and Me that was presented by Totino's? That was presented by Totino's. 
Remember that time that we talked about what a nightmare it is that Denny's <laughs> has a slam and made a lot of four menu? diarrhea and heart attack jokes? <laughs> yeah, that was not sponsored by Denny's. Continues yeah. to not be sponsored by Denny's. So anyway, if Denny's would like to sponsor, I mean, I'll I'll take it. I like that thing burger a lot. So okay, I mean, so I will take back my previous diarrhea jokes if Denny's wants where, to uh, slide a little. Here's where here's where our our paths diverge, mm-hmm. um, and I I. I don't know who is which one of us is taking the path less mm-hmm. traveled, but uh, we'll find out uh, from their listener feedback after this. But Lindsay declared, you know, they have a tradition here at the office, which is egg cream Fridays. Mm-hmm. They go to Langer's Delicatessen, which is across mm-hmm. the park, and get egg creams um, because I'm often not in the office on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Now, I was in the office this Friday, but they had already declared – Lindsay had unilaterally declared mm-hmm. Denny's Friday. Mm-hmm. So the whole office was going to go to Denny's together. And, you know, for the sake of esprit de corps, I thought, mm-hmm. I'll go to Denny's with everybody. You know, I'll buy lunch for everybody because I'm the boss, you know. Um, and, you know, I'll get something from the Slamtastic 4 menu. As you, Jordan, had recommended to me the Thing Burger. <clears throat> yeah. On I wasn't recommending program. it to you. I was recommending it to others. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, and... Uh, I, I probably should have said, Jesse, go nowhere near Denny's or any similar restaurant because you will hate it and complain. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll be the caveat. When I recommend something on the show, I'll say, for general populace, yes. For Jesse, no. Uh, <laughs> go home and eat a crickets or something. What makes it a thing burger? Is it just like misshapen? The uh, patty? Thing sauce. I don't think mine I don't had want thing, thing sauce. sauce. Oh, on yeah. It. It's like I a spicy mayonnaise. didn't have thing sauce. Mm-hmm. That's one concern I have. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you, I have never had so many calories that tasted like so little. <laughs> it also sort of looks like the thing. Lindsay it does, yeah, yeah. It, so it, sure. looks okay. a it has a craggy, like kind of rock-like bun. It has a cheesy bun that just tastes like a bun. Mm-hmm. Now, this is my uh-huh. experience. Sure. Jordan may have yeah. a different experience. But my experience was it has a cheesy bun that doesn't taste like cheese it has a thing sauce which I could not detect. Mm-hmm. You said it was kicky, so I mm. yeah, like a I, spicy mayo. I think I might have not gotten anything. Mm-hmm. They might have just left it off. Yeah. Was your Denny's a McDonald's grade Denny's? Like, are they not keeping up with the rest of the franchise? No, this was a Denny's level Denny's. This okay. was a standard Denny's. Okay. This was a you know a genial kind of sadness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like an upbeat sadness. If you go to Denny's, I think if you go to Denny's when it when it's pancake time or, like, uh, when it's the only thing open. Those are your ideal yeah, times sure. to go yeah. to Denny's. Yeah, I mean, Denny's, Denny's is at its peak when when drunk and three. Yeah. Yes. These are... Yeah, eating a this normal is where Denny's human comes lunch to shine. at Denny's sure. is a real questionable decision. Because mm-hmm. you're spending $12 for something from Denny's. Sure. Yes. Um, so Not I, as cheap as you'd like it to be. There's a fried egg, mm-hmm. although they offered to cook the egg any way I wanted. Yeah, I wonder who is getting scrambled eggs on that. <laughs> That's what I was yeah. wondering. I almost ordered scrambled a, eggs. Yeah. I almost <laughs> ordered a scrambled egg just because they asked me what kind of how mm-hmm. I wanted my I'm like, I guess sunny side up. I don't mm-hmm. what what do you mean? I, however you do it on a thing burger. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about thing How burgers. does Ben Grimm like it? <laughs> yeah, the bacon tastes like bacon. Mm-hmm. I would say that was the highlight. Sure. Uh, medium well is the least they're willing to cook the burger, mm-hmm. um, which is one step less than well to its credit. Right? Um, like I, because I did not know that they weren't willing to like change it. So I asked for medium rare, and they're like, "We can do medium well." Mm-hmm. 
What is and that I'm meat like? like well, then? they both have medium in them. <laughs> uh, you know. But I mean, like, that they're not willing to show any rawness whatsoever. They're like, well, this is gray and the it's entire not, time. The, the real problem like, with it. This can kill you. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like slicing a blowfish for a sushi chef. If, this, yeah. if Denny's meat is not cooked exactly, right. you will be poisoned. The yes. pro- I think the problem with the medium well at Denny's thing is it is like an inch thick mm-hmm. burger. So, like, you know, if you get, like, a fast food burger, especially, like, a good one, like an In-N-Out or something like that, you know, that's, like, half an inch thick. So it's, Mm -hmm. like, the part of – the big part of it is, like, the the crispiness on the outside and then – you know, it doesn't yeah. really – you don't really have to have a rare center to have that work. Right. But the Thing Burger is just a, a wall of dryness. I really – do you know how many calories are in the Thing Burger? It's like 1,200 or something, 1,900. Right? Ooh. Oh, my. 1,900. <laughs> I ate – I like I'm, a, I'm definitely a heavy food eater. Mm-hmm. Um, I ate two-thirds of it and two fries. Mm-hmm. I felt sick all day. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I really felt sick. But I did imagine – there's also hash browns on the burger yeah. in addition to the bacon and the <sighs> egg. Um, I can imagine that if I – I really think they left off the thing sauce because sure. there was no note of spiciness. Yeah, yeah. In fact, the distinguishing thing about the burger, mm-hmm. again – was a total absence of flavor. <laughs> like it tasted fatty, which sure. was not unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, did not taste like yeah. anything. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think maybe they, I think maybe they left off the thing sauce. At which point, why is it even a thing burger? Sure, it's just a pile of <laughs> stuff burger. Yeah, so that yeah. was my experience going to the. <laughs> yeah, you're on notice, Denny. Chicken fingers for me yeah. next time. Can't fuck up chicken fingers. I always <laughs> like chicken fingers. I find I do that. You ate two thirds of it. That's commendable. Yeah. A lot of times I will eat something I don't enjoy just because it's there. Yeah. It is weird to to be done with something and everybody else is eating. Yes. You feel like you want to continue eating. Oh, yeah. I have uh, – my that is my instinct too and I find uh, something I've done to combat that because that was my case at Denny's is I was, I was finished. Other people were still eating and uh, I – I was cautious about it, finishing the thing burger. Probably not a good idea. Right. I enjoyed mine a lot, but I'm like, I shouldn't eat this whole thing. So what I like to do in that situation is just pile any refuse I can on my plate and push it to the middle of the table. Like every napkin I've used, I throw on the plate. Yeah. The f- mm-hmm. knife and fork I've been using, shove it to the middle. You would, And then I'm like, oh, if I eat this now, I look like a raccoon. <laughs> like pawing into garbage. I was—I don't even remember who I was out having lunch with, but uh, I think this is an LA specific thing because uh, I've never seen it before. The the woman I was having lunch with after she was done poured water on the left of her food, the rest of her food, <laughs> so that it was so wet she could no longer. Oh, that's an be extreme tempted. version. Yeah. yeah, but I was very upset because <laughs> I, I wanted to finish I don't her think, food. <laughs> I don't think that's a local tradition. I yeah, have never I definitely. Mm-hmm. Ate, I I definitely like ate all at lunch today. Yeah, at the Salvadoran restaurant mm-hmm. I went to, I definitely ate all the food that was in front of me. Then ate the last of the guacamole that was in the guacamole bowl, and then yeah. started eating food off of my wife's plate. <laughs> <laughs> like I will eat food as long as there is food before me. The mm-hmm. fact that the fact that I managed to not eat. Roughly one third of that thing burger mm-hmm. is like one of my greatest accomplishments. Mm-hmm. I like food just keeps. I like French fries. Like I'm not don't really like French fries, 
Um, Why? I, I know. I don't hate French fries or whatever, but mm. I just it they're they're not that huh. good to me. I really like onion rings. I'm super into onion rings. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not into French fries, but like French fries are so banal that you can just keep eating them indefinitely. And so the idea that I should stop myself from eating French fries mm-hmm. is real hard because, like, you know, French fries are pretty bad for you. And if you like them, it's probably worth sure. it. But if you don't like them, it's <laughs> d- definitely no reason not yeah, worth yeah. it. Have yeah. a milkshake. Yeah, I love milkshakes. Uh, yeah, maybe this maybe this this lunch partner of yours was on to something. Just fucking demolish the plate in some way. I found Make it so it... upsetting though. Yeah. She said she learned it from the Kardashians. <laughs> that apparently they, they if you watch closely and they're sitting around one of them will pour water on their food. Wow. Uh, why they have such <sighs> elegant buttocks. Yes. They have gay man level buttocks, sure. I would say. Sure, but not Diplodocus level. No, those are some <laughs> Diplodocus yeah. Ooh. Some buttocks. What's your preferred, Jordan, you're a dinosaur expert, what's your preferred ex- <laughs> uh, uh, pronunciation of Diplodocus? You know, Diplodocus or Diplodocus? Just do you. I'm not going to be one of these dinosaur pedants. Okay. I mean, sure, I corrected you when you said a Quetzalcoatlus was a dinosaur and not a pterosaur, but, but I think I was pretty me. nice you about it. You were just protecting me, not Against unlike, a flood of... It was as though I had appeared in your Mission Impossible Yeah, film. you, you were Sony. Protecting me against exactly. Like yes. Sony will protect. Uh, yes, Simon Pegg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Say it. However, Diplodocus. I say Diplodocus. More you fun. Say Diplodocus. Yeah. It's like clitoris. Sure. Same I say clitoris. <laughs> like, is there a, a second pronunciation <laughs> of clitoris that I don't nor- know about? Clitoris. Clitoris. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah so, like, I think clitoris. I, think... I was thinking clitoris. That's not even a thing. <laughs> I was like, what? Clitoris. <laughs> Um, I think uh, clitoris, that's a situation where if you're trying to have a sincere conversation, mm-hmm. maybe it's better to say clitoris. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're enjoying yourself, there's no doubt that the preferred pronunciation is clitoris. I, are you saying say clitoris in a, in a sexual state? No, it, no, no, no. Okay. Like I'm a saying, formal versus informal? Clitoris, saying clitoris in a sexual situation mm. could destroy the sexual situation. Sure, yeah, too clinical. Yeah, you just want to go with the short clit. You say thing. girl wang. <laughs> <laughs> Lady wang. Girl shaft. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. Taco, the elven magician. Merle Highchurch here, the master of clerical magic. I'm Magnus Burnside, the fighter. Did you guys like that? Did you, the listener, like that? You were just swept up in a world of high fantasy and magic where anything can happen and anything is possible. Hi, I'm Griffin McElroy, Dungeon Master for the Adventure Zone, a new podcast on Maximum Fun. In which magic and mystery intertwine for a very erotically charged role-playing experience. (laughs) You can catch it every other Thursday here on MaximumFun.org or iTunes. It's Dungeons & Dragons, but with family. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Janine Brito, girl shaft. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> She's talking about girl shaft. Jordan, guess what? What? 66 more unread emails, and I'll hit 35,000. Hey. No, that's giving me an anxiety attack. <laughs> Man, uh, I was talking to our old buddy Mike Mitchell from the Birthday Boys sure. last night. 
42,000 unread emails. Oh, God. Refuses. Fucking I mean, refuses to delete them. I, I, when you, once you reach 20,000, I feel yeah. like, what's the point? Hmm. How, do you, how do you sleep? You're not, you don't feel like there's bugs on you all the time? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? You do you. It's uh, your journey, and I'm very brave. <laughs> hey, we do have uh, we do have some information here about a message up on our jumbotron. Hey, uh, it's from uh, a website called Cultural Gutter. Since 2003, the Cultural Gutter has been providing thoughtful and provocative writing on disreputable art weekly. One of the Gutter's editors or guest stars gives a thoughtful take on comics, romance, genre, movies, TV, science fiction, fantasy, video games, or porn. Our Indiegogo campaign helps us keep our commitment to paying writers for their work. Uh, you can go to culturalgutter.com to find more information about that. They got. Uh, you can go to indiegogo.com slash projects slash gutterthon hyphen 2015. Yeah. Cultural Gutter, Jordan Jesse Go listeners. Hey, a website that pays writers. That's a nice, yeah. uh, that's yeah. a nice idea. A novelty huh? idea. Ooh. And, uh, and uh, if you want to get up on the Jumbotron, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. A great way to celebrate mm-hmm. a special day or uh, plug your thing or what have you. Uh, if you want to sponsor Jordan Jesse Go, like for real, mm-hmm. like put together a campaign, sure. email Teresa at MaximumFun.org. T-H-E-R-E-S-A. At MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Janine Brito, Clitosaurus. <laughs> Clitosaurus. Clitosaurus. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's fun. It's the most hard-to-find dinosaur. Wow. Oh, man. Jordan, you making that fart noise reminds me that this morning uh, I was having... I a- farted. Anyway, uh, moving on. <laughs> this morning, uh, uh, or actually midday today, a mm. couple of hours ago, at, at the Salvadoran restaurant in question, Las Casuelas, um, my son Simon was being awful. He was just causing all kinds of trouble. He had taken off his shoes and his socks. <laughs> uh, it was like trying to climb out of the bench of the, you know, the uh, the booth bench, you know, of the restaurant. Yep. Just yeah. c- completely being bonkers. And I was really upset with him. And then he was acting crazy when I was taking him back to the car. Mm-hmm. And then he hit me. Uh, and With his brass knuckles? Yeah, and and I I put him in you know I put him in his his car booster seat and turned on the car and he's like yelling and stuff and then uh, he stopped yelling for a moment and I just hear <laughs> and he like, there was an anger fart he just <laughs> he had a rage fart a tantrum fart wow it was great it made uh, me love him again <laughs> you know what. I hadn't lost all my love for him, to yeah. be clear, but it made me it made me regain that portion which mm-hmm. had been tested by mm. the, this uh, hour of uh, him complaining while I was trying to eat my papooses. So God bless him, and, yeah, and God bless that uh, fat one that he ripped. <laughs> the terror toot. Yeah, mm. Exactly. Hey, it's summer. Yeah, it's the perfect time to be a summer boy. It's the summer of summer boy. We've been taking your calls on your summer boy achievements all summer long. I will say. I have been really happy with Summer Boy as our kind of 
you know, motto, mantra, mantle. Well, you expressed some qualms last week. Oh, I was saying I think it was the quality of the calls we were getting. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm just saying as far as calls goes, I want to ramp it up. Right. I want this to be something that ascends to great heights. So not, you... I just don't want it to get stagnant. Right. But I think what I was going to say was that Summer Boy's pretty good. It ain't no pizza slut. <laughs> <laughs> kind Oof. of all about pizza slut yeah. now. Anyway, so I'm torn. I'm torn. I am a pizza slut. Yeah. I fucked up some pizza while my stomach was still hurting from that uh, uh, thing burger. Mm. Like my was my stomach was all upset and fucked up, and and uh, you're like double down, belly. All my insides were all a mess. I'll show you who's boss. <laughs> and my wife said, "Can we get pizza tonight?" And immediately I was just like, "Yeah." Mm. I subscribe to four pizza emails. <laughs> <laughs> what are you getting a pizza I, email? It's just like one of those membership clubs, and I just get. Uh, I'm doing the the full like the Pizza Hut. Papa John's, no. Domino's, Little Caesars, and I just get like today two for ones, three medium topping pizzas, five dollars each, and I um, my phone is constantly blowing up with pizza deals. I'm not mad about what's it. What's your uh, what's your chain pizza of choice? Chain pizza of choice. I am not an artisanal pizza like yeah. a Papa John's. No, yeah. no, not, <laughs> yeah. not a. And a fancy stuffed crust. Um, yeah. Papa John's newsletter, by the way, like, sure, there's pizza deals in there, but there's also, like, useful, like, male plastic Wisdom. surgery tips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ways to get out of giving your employees health care. <laughs> Reasons abortion yeah. is bad. Papa oh, John's God, a nightmare. that guy. Anyway. He is. He's from Louisville. Kentucky. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, wouldn't, I would say... wouldn't have guessed. I would say... I, my guess was Paris. Hmm. <laughs> Because he clearly nice. spent a lot of time in various salons. <laughs> uh, okay, sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, Domino's. 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 How do you, is it because of the pizza tracker? Yes. Yeah. I love that pizza tracker. I like knowing the status of its arrival. That's I, like an Uber GPS type thing for your pizza? Yeah. yeah. It shows you what, what state. I will say that I, I definitely do not like Domino's. It was not our... It was not our pizza thing growing up, so I don't have a... They changed their recipe. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to try it now it's that good. they're apparently on a, you know, they're on the mend. Yes. I definitely get why the pizza tracker is hypnotic. Oh, it is. It's like I get ASMR when I look at that pizza tracker. I'm like, oh, I know what it's like to just fucking stare and zone Because there's a little cartoon man. Sure. There's an icon, and you see him massaging your dough and <laughs> throw it on the toppings. It is very, yeah. like, ah. Oh. You feel like you're there with them. Yeah. You get closer with your imaginary pizza maker. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. What are we talking about? Summer Boy. Show. Summer Boys, yeah. Pizza Slut. Summer Boy. Let's hear from our first Summer Boy. This is Alec from Vermont. Just calling to tell you about my Summer Boy Saturday. Uh, went out to Lake Champlain, hanging out on uh, my friend's house on the lake. Grilled some burgers, some dogs. Uh, then I borrowed a seaplane. Flew around for a while with my arm hanging out the window, going in the sunshine, and uh, gave some rides. And then we tried to throw grapefruits out of the airplane at a giant buoy, and that was it. Yeah, that's pretty oh, good. Man, everybody's having a better summer than me. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dude. You don't even have a grapefruit. God, I, or a seaplane. I've much never less, been in a seaplane. Much less so many grapefruits that you have excess grapefruits <laughs> to throw at buoys Shit, out of dude. your seaplane. Yeah, this is good. This feels like next level to me. Yeah. This feels like kind of what I'm looking for. It involves 
It involves a novel kind of transportation mm. right. and mindless That's destruction. That's some, like, senator son stuff right yeah, there. You're <laughs> like, right. You're like, right. I won't get in trouble. The cops know who my father is. Exactly. Do you know who my father yeah. is? <laughs> my father is Olympia Snow. <laughs> a lady senator. Yeah. That's that's terrific. <laughs> I want to hear. I'm not a hundred percent certain what a hurdy gurdy is, mm-hmm. but I think it would probably make a good summer boy call if someone got their hands on a hurdy gurdy. I have no idea what, what it is. is. I know it's a it's part of a Donovan song, but I assume yeah. it was some sort of drug monster. I it's either like that thing that's like uh, it's like an accordion, but you just use mm-hmm. it's like hand sized. That might be a hurdy gurdy. That's not what that song evokes, it might though. <laughs> be some kind of crank organ that a monkey huh. plays. Um, it might be whatever Julian's trying to show me on, like a two inch by two inch photograph on his phone. Okay, it's just a fat it's an guy elderly at a Renaissance, Renaissance fair. fair enthusiast. <laughs> oh, oh, it's like a like a lute with a crank. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Like, huh. Like, like a crankable uh, loot. When you say a loot with a crank, you're talking about yeah, Sting? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a crank that plays the loot. <laughs> Famous crank Sting. <laughs> yeah, the joke would have made more sense if Sting was like a famous Famously for being cranky. A crank. Yeah, yeah. Sure, if it was Jeremy, for, Jeremy Piven or something like that. Not famous for being chill. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's hear from another summer boy. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. This is Allie from Cincinnati. I'm calling with my summer boy moment. I went to a friend's farm where they raised pigs and decided that my thing to do was to ride the pigs. So I hopped on one pig and rode it like a bull for about three seconds before it threw me off. So that's my summer boy moment. Thanks. I like this too. Here's a real solid moment in that call to Mm -hmm. me. I decided that my thing to do was to ride the pigs. Yeah, I wasn't. It, it, it could be dangerous for the pigs. Might might be illegal. Yeah, could could be dangerous for her. Pigs, uh, if a sure. pig step yeah. on you, you get fucked up. Got pigs hooves, are vicious. Teeth. Yeah. yeah, pigs are nasty beasts. They will eat each other. Yeah. yeah. If a pig dies in the pen, they'll all cannibalize it. Mm. They're mm. real dangerous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do like Brutal. that she set out. She was like, this is going to be the thing I'm known for. I'm going to be I like. I feel like she, pig rider. she might have gotten to the farm. There was a guidance counselor at the farm. She said, I need to know what my thing to do is. <laughs> and he somehow led well, her to pig riding. You'll ride the pig. Yeah. That's how you get into pig riding. It's sure. an underbelly. By the it's way, like Fight Club. Uh, yeah, that way. yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about pig ride. Speaking of barnyards, have I mentioned that donks are out and baby goats are in? Uh, I, we've talked about baby goats before. I don't know if you've explicitly said that they're replacing donks as your favorite barnyard animal, but uh, I'm I'm with you, man. If you want to go there, I'm 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 uh, I'm along for the ride. Like donks are still cool and everything. I'm sure. not. I'm not no, gonna you're not a donks. monster. But uh, mini goats and baby goats is is a new shit. Hey. It's the cool, other man. new shit is like there's three bunny rabbits at um, my uh, son Simon's preschool, mm-hmm. and uh, they have a little runaround area, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was kind of hot the other day, and usually when it's hot, they dig a hole mm-hmm. and kind of get in the hole. Love it. Uh, but today, uh, just it was just three rabbits lying on top of each other. <sighs> nice. That was pretty good. Nice. I got no complaints about that, All guys. Right. Zero. Yeah. Zero it's is heavenly. the number of complaints I have about that. 
If you have a summer boy moment for us or something momentous happens to you, call us, 206-984-4FUN. That's 206-984-4FUN. I feel like we're – and I know this is probably an off-air conversation to have because it's a logistical thing. But I feel like we've been doing this summer boy thing and it's been going great and summer is drawing to a close. What can we do to cap it off? Do we want to crown a ultimate summer boy? I mean that would maybe go back and – that would involve going back and listening to our calls that we've got so far. And I'm Mm -hmm. fucking not going to do that. Yeah. I mean we might be able to make Brian do that. Maybe Brian will do that. We don't pay him that much. Yeah. Well, what do you – I guess let's open I, it number up. Number one, the ultimate summer boy's title is queen, queen summer boy. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I like – yeah, because we have been confusing people with the gender of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Just spell it B-O-I. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. 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 And queen, K-W-E-N. <laughs> Yoff's queen um, yeah. work, summer boy, B-O-I. Yeah, the queen Are you worried boy. that they might confuse the summer boy for a skater boy? <laughs> it's a concern. It anyway. Is, it is. All right. Sorry. So yeah, we could crown a we could crown a queen. Yeah. I kind of like that idea. Yeah. Maybe that okay. Is there anything else we could do? I don't know. We could eat a hot dog while we do the show. But I guess it, I I guess I just feel like this needs a cap. It needs a needs a denouement. A pièce de résistance, a deus ex machina. Right. We need God to come down and affect things somehow. An in loco parentis. Sure. A crazy dad. <laughs> is that what that is? <laughs> That's my role on the show. Yeah, crazy dad. <laughs> crazy dad. Well, well, we'll think about it. If yeah. you've got ideas. Now, let's start here some suggestions. How yeah. can we put a cap on this? What do you want out of, this, out of the summer? Go on our Facebook page and in the Reddit group. Mm-hmm. And share, you know, that's MaximumFun.Reddit.com mm-hmm. and search for Jordan Jesse Go on Facebook. We need to know your ideas for what what is the perfect cap mm-hmm. to what I think we can agree has been the perfect summer. Sure. I feel like they should be awarded a pair of uh, summer boy water wings. <laughs> so they and don't then, drown. So they don't drown. And they can take a photo of themselves oh, chilling yeah. in the water wings no, I and like you that. guys put it on the site. I like or that. they could just wear the water wings as a crown. Sure. <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, if you have ideas, let us know. Uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Janine Brito, still girl shaft. Hey, guess what? You can still buy tickets to see us in Portland, Oregon with Throwing Shade in a couple of months. It's going to be a fun show. Go to MaximumFun.org. You can find the ticket link there. That is going to be a real fucking blast. Yeah. That's two of the funniest human beings on earth right there. Looking forward to it. Plus, two dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, these, yeah. These two guys. Yeah. Whatever we have to offer. Sure. Like, the answer? Not what? as much. What suggesting? Uh, what about, I mean... Aaron O'Brien couldn't come up with anything as good as someone wearing a water wing on their head as a crown. <laughs> we didn't come up with that, though. Oh, yeah. Do you want to fill in for us in Portland? <laughs> sure. They're clearly better. Sure, I love Portland. Yeah, I just I was in Portland last week. Was it good? Uh, are they ready oh, for us? They are. They are. Is everyone talking about they it? Are. They are. They made me cut up a bunch of confetti for a ticker tape parade. We're the new Portland. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we're going to yeah. ride in a uh, Cadillac while yes. the people of Portland throw... Uh, throw ticker tape at us. Yes. That's going to be great. It'll be real fun. You yeah. know what? They don't need confetti for their ticker tape parades. They've already got like some kind of retro ticker tape thing going on. Mm-hmm. Just fall leaves that they've well, collected? No, like, <laughs> it would be very organic. I'm talking about regular people in Portland next to their turntable uh-huh. have a ticker tape machine. <laughs> and they just collect it. <laughs> giving them stock quotes. Sure. <laughs> 
Yeah. That would be the that would be that's like the fucking ultimate like anachronistic old time house furnishing is like a stock ticker. Yeah. That would be that would be pretty pretty insane. That's a pretty serious piece of furniture too. Oh yeah. You know what I tried to buy? Hmm. I tried to buy one of those things that you put a quarter in and you can use it as binoculars. Oh sure, yeah. You know how much those fucking things cost? Like five thousand dollars. Whoa! Yeah. They are real expensive. Wait, just to have in your house? No, to have in my office oh, okay. so I can spy on people. Okay, I was like, that is. I ended up just buying regular binoculars, but it would have been more fun <laughs> if it was the kind that you put a quarter in, and I'd have made some money on the side. Yeah, is that Pays what? For itself. I know you also have a little rocket ship too. Are you just buying things to get quarters from your guests as they yeah, come by? I'm the... running like a coin op thing. You thought about right. getting just a lethal enforcers machine? <laughs> yeah, I probably should get that. People love lethal enforcers. I got one of those. I got one of those kind of generic snack machines. Oh yeah. I put, but I put flame and hot Cheetos in there, so that's going pretty good. Sure. And Takis. Mm-hmm. Flaming hot and send takis. My staff is just super into cheesy, spicy things. Hmm. So flaming hots and takis, and um, yeah, you know, some... those wagon wheel shaped corn snacks. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. Put some hot sauce on there. Okay, Janine Burrito's on Twitter at yep. Janine Burrito. Yep, that's me. J a n i n e b r i t o. That's it. Good for me. Yeah. You know what? Congratulations. Yes. Next week's show is a tribute to me spelling Janine Brito's name correctly on the first try. I'll get, I'll get you water wings. Out loud while not looking at anything that said how her <laughs> name is spelled. Is there a, you know, how do we watch this BuzzFeed's television program you're on? Um, I don't know how. I think you, you just go, go on. HuffingtonPost.com. Yes. And then uh, sure. go to your Yahoo. Google yeah. it in your Yahoo. Uh I think you just go to the site. It's not in a, it, its own subheading. I think maybe if you search my name on there, it'll it'll bring those videos up. Great. Yeah. Yep. Sounds dope. Me too. I also think it's dope. It'll also Thanks. probably have a list of the top 11 Janine Britos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> top, <laughs> top 10 re- times Janine Brito couldn't even. Couldn't even Janine Brito any longer. Top 8 Janine Britos for 80s kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Janine, it's been a delight. Thank you so Thank much for taking the time so to come much. here and be with us. If you ever get the chance to see Janine Burrito do uh, stand-up comedy, uh, it's a real joy. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You're going to enjoy that. Yeah. Whether you're at whether you're at Rooster Tea Feathers in Sunnyvale, California, <laughs> yeah. or Go Bananas in Cincinnati, Ohio. Whether you're a summer boy or a pizza slut. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody. Everybody loves it. Pizza boy. Summer slut. Summer slut. <laughs> <laughs> I want those stories. Yeah. Julie? Let's hear about the time you were a pizza boy. <laughs> Julie Wait, I know that's Burrell. a job. Anyway. <laughs> Julian Burrell on the boards this week. Brian Fernandez from sunny old England cutting the program. He's our producer. You can join us on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. You can join us uh, on Facebook. Just search for Jordan Jesse Go. You can join us on Twitter with the hashtag JJ Go. Hey, we have two great new Max Fun shows. <gasps> Number one is called We Got This. It's two uh, very funny alums of the Thrilling Adventure Hour who pick a hot topic every week and uh, figure out which is better. So this this week's show is showers or baths. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also heard uh, uh, gas or charcoal. Okay. Um, a lot of fun questions, you know, hamburger or hot dog. A lot of fun questions being determined forever correctly yeah. on We Got This. Uh, I am also so excited about this new show called Can I Pet Your Dog? Uh, past Jordan Jesse Go guest Allegra Ringo, one of the mm-hmm. hosts of this program. Oh, she's program. great. Uh, she's del- uh, b- both, of the, both of the hosts of this program are just delightful. 
is a very dumb show about dogs. <laughs> the whole show is about dogs. Like, I want to be clear. This is a show about dogs. There's a dog news segment. There's a celebrity <laughs> dog segment. There's a dog I met this week segment. There's a celebrities with dogs segment. Uh, it is, there's a how to train your dog segment. This this is an, a dog omnibus, a canine omnibus. <laughs> Uh, this week's episode, Lin-Manuel Miranda, the creator of the Broadway-changing smash hit show Hamilton. Mm. Uh, cover cover boy of the New York Times Magazine recently, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, legit genius. And Max Funster. There you go. Longtime Max Fun Booster, mm. Lin-Manuel. So, uh, yeah. So check out those two new shows. Give them a listen. I am so excited about them. I think if you like Jordan Jesse Go, uh, you will probably enjoy them. So give them a listen. That's it. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.